Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Carter. Yeah? I feel a hunk of poetry coming on. Well, let it go right by, will you, Joe? No, I can't. I got poetry in my soul, I guess. Oh. Get this, Carter. Here I lie on a rooftop high, waiting till I see a guy. Come out of City Hall across the street, and then I'll plug him nice and neat. <laughs> it smells. How do you want it? With music? Yeah, loud music. Loud enough to drown it out. <laughs> Sure wishes honor and company would trace out of City Hall, though. Getting sore elbows lying up here on this roof. Oh, they'll be out pretty soon. All of them will. That meeting in the mayor's office was supposed to be over at noon. It's a quarter after already. Got your rifle set? And ready. You? My fingers itchier than poison ivy. <laughs> oh, Carter, I feel a hunk of poetry coming out. I think this is the last job we'll do together. Now shut up, will you? A rooftop is no place for poetry. It's a nice place for a sunbed, though, huh? What? I like to lie in the blazing sun. Oh, until on one side, I am done. What? And then I flip on my other side and tan the rest of my little hide. Oh, huh? brother, somebody <laughs> should have tanned your hide oh. a long time ago. Your stuff gets worse every time. Well, how do you want it? With a choir? Yeah, a choir. A choir of angels hoisting you into heaven. Oh, God. Now, check the side of that rifle. All right. Never used one of these telescopic jobs before. Uh, listen, I'll be able to ping this guy with my eyes closed. Hey, Carter. Yes? It's the mayor. Yeah. Got guys with him, too. Easy. Wait till our man's in the clear. Hey, they're bunched up like a clump of grapes. Wait, wait. What for? A cinch from here. Wait, I said. Hey, they're splitting up at the bottom of the steps. Only one guy near him. Wait. 
Wait. Now. And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Oh, hello, Inspector Faraday. I'm Williams, 23rd Precinct. Hello, Williams. Had a little shooting here, huh? A big one, Inspector. It's Mayor Rogers. Mayor Rogers? Is he dead? One bullet in the heart, one through the head, Inspector. The mayor. Nobody told me it was the mayor. This is all I need. Hey, move away. Yeah, move away. Get back there. High caliber bullets, too. Keep everybody back. Clear the sidewalk if they don't stay back. Get back. Uh, Williams. Williams, any witnesses? Yes, sir. There were several men with him when he got it, but no one knows where the shots came from. No one even heard him. Now, that's not good. How was he standing when he was hit? The men with him all agree he had his back to the street. Uh Uh-huh. He's hit in the back of the head. I can see from the wounds the bullets entered in a downward direction. Williams, those shots came from the roof of that building across the street. Well, no one knows where they came from. I do. Uh, We're going to get to the bottom of this by getting to the top of that building. (laughs) Anyhow, Boston Blackie would say it that way. Probably. Oh, Blackie's really going to burn at this. This is one time I figured something out before he's even shown up at the scene of the crime. Mary, I told you if we came up to the roof of this building, we'd find where those shots were fired from. Here are two exploded rifle shells. Well, I don't know how you knew it, Blackie. I saw the commotion and everything in front of City Hall at the same time that you did. But Mary, did you see anyone running away or hear anyone yelling, stop? No, no, I didn't. Well, that's how I knew the shots came from up here. They certainly couldn't come from any of the offices in this building. They didn't come from the street. They didn't come from City Hall because no one is going to use a rifle to shoot a man in the back from so short a distance. Well, all right, but I still don't see why you chose this rooftop. There are other buildings in the block. This is the only one with a clear view of the steps and doors into City Hall, obviously. Oh, the man... That's the I... roof up here, oh. man. Okay, Chief. I'll guarantee you'll find proof that those shots were fired from up here. Blackie, it's Inspector Faraday. I heard. Hello, Faraday. Oh, uh, Blackie. Beat it. The short way. Jump off the roof. I'm sorry, Faraday. I'd do it for you, but I have Mary. Now, use her for ballast. Now, beat it. I don't want you annoying me as usual. Annoying? Well, now, how can you say that? How can I... I'm admiring the view of the city. Of course, I've also figured that this is the place from which Mayor Rogers was shot. So you figured that, too? Of course. Mayor Rogers was shot from up here. Here are two exploded rifle shells, 30 caliber. I'm surprised you're here, but congratulations. You're almost as smart as I am. You're smart, huh? Just because you know those shots came from up here. Well, what help is that? Doesn't prove who murdered Rogers, so why? Find out why someone would want to kill the mayor, and you'll have the someone who killed him, Faraday. And if you need any help, call on someone like me. Hello? Hello? Hello, Johnson. Harry Johnson. This is Johnson speaking. Well, this is Martin. Rex Martin. Oh, yeah. Yes, your favorite business rival. Uh, you were with the mayor when he was shot, weren't you? Yes. Well, I just thought I'd, uh, well, call up and tell you things are going to be different from now on. A lot different. Are they? You ought to know they are. Times have changed. I don't think so. You're hard to convince, aren't you, Johnson? 
Maybe. I've got a little logic some friends of mine are arranging that you're going to find very easy to understand and very hard to argue against. Harry, I wish you'd let me fix you something to eat. You didn't touch your dinner. I'm sorry, Anne. I can't think of eating. I keep seeing Mayor Rogers being shot down not two feet away from me. And that phone call I got from Rex Martin today... I know, I... darling. I, I know you're terribly upset about the mayor, but but think, darling. It might have been you. I almost wish it had been. Oh, maybe it's, it's the weather that's making you so depressed. It's cleared now, but we practically had a cloudburst until an hour ago, and you know how low you get when it rains. Don't look for excuses for me, darling. I'll be all right if I can... Oh, will you answer the door, dear, please? I'm going out in the backyard a minute. All right. I hope this isn't company, Anne. I just couldn't face anyone tonight. If it's company, I'll be back to see to it that they won't stay long. Thanks. Yes? Are you Harry Johnson? Yes. Well, uh, we got something for you, Johnson. What? A present. How do you want it? With mustard and pickle lily? Johnson, where were you when your husband went to this door? Well, I, I'd just gone out in the backyard, Inspector Faraday. Out in the yard? Uh, doing what? Well, I went to see if the wash was dry. I see. Uh, did you... Oh, Inspector Faraday. Yes, Sergeant. I just talked to the man from next door. He didn't see anyone around at the time of the shooting, sir. That's fine. Nobody saw anything or anyone. Mrs. Johnson here claims she was out in the backyard. Yes, I was. That's right, she was, Inspector. The man next door says he saw her out there at the time he heard shots. Thanks, Sergeant. Oh. Yes, sir. Well, Mrs. Johnson, that bears out your story. Sorry I had to question you. That's quite all right, Inspector. I, I understand everything. Mm. Well, if you do, you're the only one around here who does. <laughs> There's the city recorder's office at the end of the hall, Mary. Uh, Blackie, I hope you find what you're looking for. I think I will. Mayor Rogers was obviously shot by accident by the same person who later shot Johnson. That's why the bullet hit the mayor in the back of the head. He probably walked over to Johnson just as the gunman fired. But why was anyone gunning for Johnson? Because he was going to get a contract someone else wanted, if you know what you're talking about, and you usually do. I'm sure I know what I'm talking about this time, Mary. Well, here we are. Okay. Oh. Place looks empty. There's a guy in the back of the room there. Oh. Now we're going to find out all about a man named Rex Martin. I know he was Johnson's business rival. Blackie, if Rex Martin was in line for a big contract that you think Mr. Johnson was going to get, you're not going to be very happy. Johnson was going to get the contract all right, and Martin may have wanted to stop him. Oh, you, uh, may I see you for a minute? Sure. What can I do for you? I want to find out something about a contract. Sorry, mister, I'm not... Uh, this to... is important. I think it has some bearing on the Johnson murder case. I can't help you, mister. Look, all I want to do is to see the last city contract. That's private city business, mister, and none of yours. Look, son, there's no such thing as private city business. Rex Martin wanted that big contract, but Johnson was getting it, wasn't he? I'm not going to talk, mister. Um, maybe you don't understand. I'm Boston Blackie. Blackie? 
Well, why didn't you say so? Now, what is it you want to know? Hello? Hello, Carter. This is Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe. Did you get the money? Part of it. And, uh, Carter, I feel a hunk of poetry coming out. Never mind the poetry. Come on up here with that dough, will you? Okay, I'll be right up. Uh, nobody's around. What difference does it make if anybody's around? Nobody saw us get the mayor. Nobody saw us kill Johnson. We don't have anything to worry about. You sure? Positive. The cops got the only worries. <laughs> oh, boy. I gotta laugh. <laughs> yeah. The cops have the answer to everything right under their noses. But they'll never know it's there. Yeah, that's right. You know something, Joe? What? I feel so good, I could even listen to some of your lousy poetry. Okay, then listen. Yes? Whenever I think of the racket we're in, I close my eyes and I just gotta grin. Yeah? Maybe we're nuts, but we sure have fun killing two birds for the price of one. (laughs) Blackie, can't you find a better place to loaf than in my office? I beat it. Can't you understand? The mayor's been murdered. What's the matter with you, Faraday? Why don't you listen to me and pick up Rex Martin? He's the answer to this thing. What am I going to pick him up with? Radar? (laughs) He's out of town. He won't be back till tomorrow. And I don't have any reason to pick him up. What's he got to do with this? You get a look at the last city contract and you'll have a reason. I looked for it at the recorder's office and couldn't find it. I'll bet anything that was going to Harry Johnson. And I know Martin's been trying for years to get a big city job. So when Johnson was due to get the contract, Martin had Johnson killed. What about the mayor? Martin kill him, too? Blackie, stop trying to confuse me. Faraday, the mayor was killed by mistake. Look, ask Mrs. Johnson if her husband wasn't set for a big contract. She doesn't know anything about anything. She was at home when her husband was killed, wasn't she? She was out in the backyard. A neighbor saw her. She went out to see if her wash was dry. She's no help, and neither are you. That's what you think. What? I'm going to see Rex Martin when he gets back to town tomorrow. And then this case will be closed as tight as your mind. And now, back to Boston Blackie. From a rooftop, a gunman named Carter and his partner, Joe, shoot and kill Mayor Bob Rogers as he walks out of City Hall with friends. Later, the same two men murder Harry Johnson, who was with the mayor at the time of the assassination. So far, neither Boston Blackie nor the police have any clue to the identity of the killers or reason why Johnson was killed. The mayor, obviously, was murdered by accident. As we return to our story, Carter and his friend Joe are in their hideout. Come on, Joe, come on. Tell me how much you got for killing Johnson. Carter, I feel a hunk of poetry coming out. Never mind your poetry. How much did you get? I told you, a thousand deposit. I thought we were getting 15 grand. We got one. The rest later. I don't believe it, Joe. Now, wait a minute. Now, look, you're holding out of me. And so help me if you are. Now, take it easy, Carter. You can bust bones grabbing a guy like that. And the bones will be in your neck if I ever found out that you... Uh Uh-uh. All right, let me go, stupid, and go answer the door. Take this up later. Anytime you like. Go on the door. Okay, okay. Hello, Mr. Carter. Oh, Mrs. Johnson. Come in. Thank you. Joe, take off your hat. There's a lady present. Yeah, yeah, I know the lady. 
You like the job we did on your husband, huh? It was quite satisfactory. How about the police, Mrs. Johnson? Have you had much trouble with them? None at all, Mr. Carter. They asked me a few questions, but outside of that, nothing. They can't possibly suspect. Well, I sure hope not, lady. If you get caught, we don't get the rest of our dough. You'll get the rest of your money as soon as my husband's insurance policy pays off. Oh, that's why we only got a thousand so far. When does the company pay, Mrs. Johnson? Well, it shouldn't take more than a few days. By the way, I heard arguing just before I came in. What's the matter? Oh, Carter here thinks I held out some of the advance you gave me. He claims it was only a thousand. I say it was more... It was two. Oh, two, huh? Now, now wait, Carter. Well, what do you know, Joe? Uh, Carter, I... Come here. <laughs> okay, Carter, it was two grand. I'll, I'll give you your half. You can't blame a guy for trying, now, can you? You're not going to be able to try oh, any longer, Carter, Carter. Joe, no fighting. Yeah, no We've fight. done beautifully so far. Everything's perfect. Let's not spoil it. I'd like to spoil that guy's kiss. Oh, no, no don't fight you two. That's a mistake. You've made a slight error already. Killing a man? Yes. We made up for it, didn't we? Yes. Now suppose you make up with Joe. The next mistake may not be so easy to correct. How much longer do I have to wait to see Mr. Martin, Miss, uh, Miss Beautiful? Thank you, Blackie. And the name is Joanne. And the phone number? My husband doesn't like me to give it out. I'll just write that. Huh? Well, that's different. And may I use this telephone here to make a call while I'm waiting for Mr. Martin? Of course. There's one on the desk there. I'll give you an outside line. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. How long have you worked for Rex Martin? About a year. Lucky Martin. <laughs> Faraday speaking. Hello, Faraday, old pal. This is Blackie. Don't old pal me. Okay, old pal. I won't. Instead, I'll old pal Rex Martin. Rex Martin? Why don't you leave him alone? Faraday, I've told you I know just why Johnson was killed, and Rex Martin is it. Sure. Tra-la! And I'm the queen of the May. Well, look, Queenie. Johnson was killed by someone working for Rex Martin because Martin wanted a city contract that Johnson got, or was going to get. I told you that. Now I'll prove it. Oh, Blackie, Mr. Martin will see you now. Uh, thanks, Joanne. I'll call you back in five minutes, Faraday. Yeah. Because I'll prove Johnson took a contract away from Martin and sew up your case for you when it won't take longer than that. This way, Blackie. Thank you. Mr. Martin, Mr. Boston Blackie. Come in, Blackie. That'll be all, Joanne. Yes, sir. Sit down, Blackie. No, thanks. I'd rather stand. Martin, uh, are you in the habit of killing all your business rivals? What? What did you say? You heard what I said. (laughs) Yes, I did. But I'm afraid you're in the wrong office. Or am I? You're the head of the wrong company, Martin. The company that didn't get a big city contract it wanted. Am I? You know you are. Johnson's company got it, or was about to get it. That's why you had it killed. I checked at City Hall and found out you and Johnson were bidding for the same job. That's right. We were. And Johnson got it. So you sent a gunman or two to give him something else while you were out of town. You base your assumptions on that contract, do you, Blackie? Certainly. With him out of the way, the contract would be yours. I see. Blackie, take a look at this. Hmm? Here's the contract Johnson and I were bidding for. And I got it. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Two days ago, the day before he was killed. The shop I want is in the next block, Blackie. Yes, Mary, I know. 
You're really upset about this case, aren't you? The case is upset, too. Something funny about this somewhere. And I don't know what it is. Martin's not the man I want. Maybe your reasoning's been all wrong. Maybe. I know it's been all wrong. Uh, here's your shop. Thanks. Pick me up later? Mm-hmm. When? Oh, in about, uh, about an hour. I don't take as long to pick out a hat as you think. A hat again? Yes. What's wrong with the bonnet you bought the day Johnson was shot? I didn't buy one that day. It was raining cats and dogs. Remember? Oh, yes, of course. Well, I'll be... Mary, I've got it. You've just solved this case. I have. It wasn't only raining cats and dogs that day. It was raining clues. And I've been all wet for not figuring what happened till now. Coming. Yes? Are you Mrs. Harry Johnson? Yes, I am. I'm Walter Keith from the National Insurance Company. Oh, yes. Come in. Thank you. Well, I've been expecting you. I imagine you have. I, uh, I hope I haven't called too soon after your husband's unfortunate death. Oh, no, it, it's quite all right. I know these things have to be taken care of right away. Yes, yes, they do. But, uh, sometimes there are rather long delays. Long delays? What for? Red tape, Mrs. Johnson. I'm afraid it'll be six months before you receive the benefits of your husband's policy. Six months? I won't stand for that. I'm sorry, Mrs. Johnson. But the company wants to investigate a little bit. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, I'll do something about it. Six months, Mrs. Johnson. And there may be a further delay beyond that. I'm sorry, Mrs. Johnson, but that's the case. Oh, no, it's not. I've been told to advise you that it is. Goodbye. Six months. Six months. Well, I'd better call... Oh, what's the matter with this phone? That's funny. It's dead. Operator? 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 Operator! Hello? Mary, this is Blackie. Oh, hello, Blackie. Well, how did Mrs. Johnson take the news about her insurance? <laughs> the same way she took a dose of medicine. She didn't know me, I'm sure of that. Only I hope my plan works. Oh, certainly a long shot, Blackie. But it's worth a try. She ought to come into the store to use the phone any minute now. Well, I hope so. I think she'll be here. If she hired someone to kill her husband, she probably has to collect her insurance to make the payoff. So she'll have to report what I told her, that the payoff will be delayed. Mm, maybe yes, maybe no. Well, there's no maybe about her using the phone at her house. I cut the wires before I went in, and she wouldn't dare use a neighbor's phone to call a killer. This is the nearest phone, and I am... A oh, here she comes now, Mary. In fact, she's going into the booth next to mine. It's the only other one. I'll call you back later. You mean much later, too, I know. Well, I hope you hear what you want to hear. Well, if she's making the call, I think... I think Faraday and I will be making a call ourselves. Carter, I feel a hunk of poetry coming out. Oh, save it, will you, Joe? Keep packing. I'm packing. Gotta get out of here fast. Ah, uh, Carter, I don't think the dame's double-crossing us. Maybe she can't get the insurance, though, for six months. Well, if she can't, it's because the case is going to be investigated. We're not going to be around when it is. Ah, you Come on, let's go out of here. Uh-oh. See who it is. Okay. But don't open that door too much. You think I'm a dope? <coughs> hey, okay, you open the door all the way. They're coming in. 
Carter, I think it's Tubbs. Shut up, Blackie. I'm shoving Carter. Carter, help me. Oh, no, I'm getting out of here. Not without me, you would. Stand right where you are. I think we'll have to convince him with a little noise, Party. Okay. Okay. I know you'll take better aim on the next shot. I'm through. We quit. Smart boy. Well, Faraday, here are your two killers. Glad to see you. Well, Carter, I think these guys are suffering from a case of mistaken identity. Oh, shut huh? up, Joe. The mistake is all yours, Carter. Yours too, Joe. Mrs. Johnson talked. Oh, yeah? You know you shot and killed Mayor Rogers and Mrs. Johnson's husband. So come on. I'm through with this case. And you're through for good. Rain, rain, go away. Little Mary wants to go out and buy a new hat. Mm, I hate rain. <laughs> you hate it. Imagine what Mrs. Johnson thinks of it. Blackie, how long did it take her before she confessed? Oh, not long. As soon as I told her she couldn't have gone out in the yard to see if the wash was dry because it had just stopped raining. Well, that broke her down. All she wanted to do was have an alibi for the time that her two hired killers shot her husband. And when her neighbor saw her in the yard at the time the shots were fired, she was in the clear. She thought. How did you find the two killers, Blackie? You never told me. Well, it was Mrs. Johnson's phone call to Carter that led me to them. When I heard the number she called, Faraday took it from there. From the phone number, Faraday got the address, and oh, then it was an easy... You think that that was a stroke of genius, don't you? Oh, the stroke of genius was the idea to cut the wires to her phone at home. Oh. I had to force her to call Carter from a phone where I could hear her talking. But it really wasn't such a clever stunt. Mm. I wouldn't brag about that. Well, I want to do a little bragging. I gave you the hint about the rain when I didn't buy my hat the day of the murder. <laughs> yes, you did, Mary. You know, one of the characters in this case had a yen for poetry. You know how he'd sum up this case? How? It rained, and so you got no hat. That's true, and there's no bosh. Mm, yes. But the rain broke down an alibi. It all came out in the wash. Oh, oh Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> 